I'm not going to do notes because I have like one thing to say. <laughs> That's exactly how. So they do it, right? Exist. That's going to really help. Yeah. Welcome. You're listening to Nudity, a podcast where we get naked with our feelings while drinking tea. I'm Kimberly. And I'm Wendy. And on this podcast, we talk about life, food, travel, adult things, our feelings. Today, we're talking about dream vacations or just like in general, what we, where we would like to go, what we would like to experience. First, we have, we have good teas today, guys. We haven't, I actually haven't drank it, so that could be pretty much I tried mine. Okay. And I already forgot what I got. Michelle, what, what teas are these? The white pear and the what? The what? Pai Mudan. Pai Mudan. Okay, so... We just had a guest, uh, <laughs> a guest a appearance. Guest appearance. Oh my gosh. That's so I'm drinking a Pai Mudan. I literally don't know what that is, but I'm pretty sure I saw like some chamomile, some rose leaves. I don't think that's the one I got then. You got herbal tea. Okay, I got the... Oh, I'm going to get the pack. <laughs> you might be cut out of this episode. The hell is this? I got, I got the white. Yeah, pear white or pear. Here we go. Oh, it's from Fujian. From David's tea. Just give Kim a moment to actually try hers and then we'll discuss. Mm. So yeah, mine's a white pear. It's just premium white tea from Fujian. Uh, region of China, like Wendy's is. And it's just infused with taste oh, no, of pears. Oh, no, mine's not from... Yours is not. That was just the other your, one. Just yeah, mine. just yours. Okay. <laughs> and no, it's really, really good. Mm, I will say. Infused with ripe pears. I love a good mm. ripe pear. Way above what we've been having as of late. Our sad-ass, leftover, discarded <laughs> David's teas that no one actually wanted to drink. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Mm-hmm. Our roommate, Loki, saved us. Because I was going to just go for... Water. <laughs> I was gonna go for the friggin' sunset matcha again because I just need to get rid of that stuff. And I'm like, the thing I drank last. I don't time. wanna. <laughs> the sunset matcha. I don't wanna. It Look works. at me, a poet. Yeah. Okay. So should I start? Do you want to start? Yours is more like structured. Structured or? in the sense that you know what you want to do. I'm a little all over the place. So go ahead. Okay. So. I really want to do like a big China tour because what I've realized over the past year or two of self-discovery and by self-discovery I mean digging deep into my Chinese roots in culture, in fashion, in history, politics, etc. which is why I'm dressed like this today. I've really realized that China is a freaking gigantic country and every region of China has its own culture and its own history and traditions and that's translated into the food and there's just so much I don't know about. Mm -hmm. I'm from the southern part of China. We come from a province that already is quite diverse in what we like to eat. Like we people in the rest of China joke about our province because we eat literally anything like all parts of the animals salty sweet bland bitter smelly like stank we eat all of it so like i'm i've already been exposed to a lot of different types of chinese cuisine Mm -hmm. but 
different parts of China are it's just very regional there's very different specialties that are very like specific to different parts of China to different ethnic groups to different people that you just don't get to experience when you only primarily lived in one part of China so my dream vacation would be I take half a year off doing nothing but like a deep dive into Chinese cuisine all over China and I'm talking like south to north east to west I want to I want to go everywhere and I want to mm-hmm. go deep and I want to like stay in one place for long enough to be able to like you know hit up the good recommendations from locals but also hit up like the small mom and pop shops do some street food because like there's so there's so much to eat and experience mm-hmm. in China and the difference between good quality restaurant food and also like delicious mom and pop shop style food you can get the same dish at these two places and it's going to taste and feel and it just be a totally different experience that's what i'm into that's what i love Mm -hmm. and currently because i'm obsessed with liuzhou's which is kind of like this stanky rice noodle it's hella spicy it has all these fermented bamboo shoots. It has fermented yarlong beans. It has fermented black fungus, which is like kind of like a mushroom. And it's just got like that bright red chili oil and a very simple like Chinese five spice broth. Mm-hmm. And altogether, it is just an excellente experience. Okay, it's so good. My partner fucking hates it. <laughs> He he loves spicy food. He can mm-hmm. handle his spice really well, but he hates fermented food. And this dish is like prized for its stankiness and it's like funk. Yeah. And it really hits you. I don't know if you guys have noticed because I've made like the instant version at home sometimes. And I've been like, ooh, I wonder if the smell is going to like bother either of you two. I don't know if you guys have noticed. But I feel like both of you are pretty good with fermented food smells because mm-hmm. I always have kimchi around. I mean, you just opened up like the last bit of your kimchi and I'm like, and it was boiling. I'm like, I really smell it. It didn't really bother me, but it really hit yeah. me. I think there's times where I wake up and I'm like, what's that smell? So it's probably you making whatever. But yeah. again, it's One of those whatever. times was probably that instant luo si fen. And, oh, it's um, luo si is like river snails. Okay. So it's like the broth is cooked with river snail in it. So yeah, it's delicious and that whole region is like where this particular dish is from and that kind of like sparked my love for regional dishes in China and it just, I just want to know more. I want to explore more. Mm -hmm. And it's also really funny because different parts of China also have different dialects. So like just going to these restaurants and communicating with the shop owners and locals, I feel like would be such a fun experience. Right. Because some accents in China are really interesting. Like they're all technically Mandarin or Cantonese, mm-hmm. but some China's types, huge. It's huge. It's got, I learned recently during a trivia that it has five different time zones, but they only go by one time zone. Yeah. But like 
If a country's spanning that much, it's you're gonna get different dialects for yeah. sure. Yeah, and there's so many different small regional ethnic groups. Like my ethnic group, we're heavy into like savory and meat and rice and noodle dishes. We like our juicy, thick cuts of pork belly. We like to stew that. We like to like you know get that compact in a bowl with some like dried mustard leaves and just mm-hmm. it's. That's what we're into, but then there's other ethnic groups that are more into, like, flour-based foods. So they like their naans, they like their pitas, which, like, they're not called naans and pitas in Chinese, obviously. But I don't, they don't have words for those things that they eat in English. But that's what, yeah, if you looked at it, you'd be like, oh, this is, like, a pita or this is kind of, like, a naan bread. So they have, like, their flour-based foods. Like, some places do, like, whole roasted lamb. Like, other places do, like, cold, spicy meat salads. And there's so much to explore. There's so much to be had. Yeah. I want to, if I'm going to gain 50 pounds at any point in my life, I want it to be on the six-month, like, deep-dive China vacation. Mm-hmm. Would you want to do this dream vacation with someone else or is this just like a solo like you thing where you're like I wanted to make all these discoveries by myself or do you want to share it with someone yeah um I want something to be there to be able to film everything I want to you want to like vlog it all vlog everything Mm -hmm. and that'll be like the kickstart to my food youtube account Which is like a separate dream that I have. Well, then I just want to be a food YouTuber. He's got to learn and get better. Oh, man, he's so bad right now. I'm sorry, babe, but he's just really, really bad at taking pictures and videos and anything to do with, like, digital aesthetics. Terrible. Terrible. The rule of thirds? Never heard of it. How attainable do you think this dream trip Six is Six months? For you? Probably not until I retire. Okay, is that far away? Because I was even but, thinking, like, do you want to be, you know, maybe having children sooner? Yeah. you got to take into account, do you want them around? Or is it, like, six months, can you look after my child? <laughs> for six, I mean, the grandparents, that's what they're for, right? That's, you're not wrong, that's true. They would love that. So wouldn't but, you want to do it earlier so that they're, they're nice and younger to, like, look after your kids? It's true, it's true. So my thought is six months is probably not attainable for the foreseeable future. I'm thinking because we're eventually going to go back to China to do our like tea ceremony for his grandfather and our original plan was to do a little China trip while we're there obviously Mm -hmm. so that trip is probably going to be like max two weeks so I was thinking maybe we could like do a little mini version of my dream vacation and just stay in like one region or one province of China and just eat everything there is to eat mm-hmm. in that province and this it'll be good training for your yeah. partner yeah get, exactly. get him filming exactly and I then can, you'll be like, able to like there's time for critique, critique. Yeah. there's time for growth so that's that's our tentative plan if if ever i do get to go on like that six six month dream vacation i feel like that's i can just rest in peace after that mm-hmm I don't even care what happens after in my life. I'm done. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Off the top of your head, I'm sure you've researched it a bit because mm-hmm. this is a dream vacation that you're probably like taking notes and constantly have a list going. Mm-hmm. Is there a region that you're like most looking forward to at this moment or you're still kind of figuring that out? So 
our I'm from Guangxi province and our neighboring province is Guangzhou and they're a Cantonese speaking province. They are like the top notch province for dim sum. That is where all the freaking good ass dim sum is. It's right in Guangzhou and you know how I love dim sum. I wanted my entire wedding to be just us eating dim sum with mm-hmm. a group of friends. And I think like and it's right it's right there. It's so close to where like our home province is. We could just literally take a little bullet train over. It wouldn't take that long and just have like the start of our vacation in the dim sum paradise of China. And that is what I want. I want to link you some videos. You know like how I'm really into the people on YouTube who can just like eat a ton of food? Oh yes, I know. And I've discovered a couple of Chinese people that have videos or have channels like that Mm -hmm. because before I was watching a lot of like Korean and Japanese Japanese. yeah Yeah. now I found all of these Chinese like mukbang channels I'm gonna link you one and there's one video of her and I think she's in Guangzhou and she's at a dim sum all-you-can-eat restaurant and oh my god she's living like my dream life it's just basket after basket after basket of beautiful delicacies mm-hmm. of all sorts, nonstop, forever, all you can eat. You're like, that's my role model. That's Yeah. And it's also exciting because the cuisine in China is, like, evolving. So they're coming out with new dishes all of the time. Like, the last time I went to China, they had this new thing where it's kind of, it's called, like, a dirty mushroom bun, where the top looks like a shiitake mushroom. Mm-hmm. But it's actually like a runny custardy bun on the inside. And it's just like adorable. You know, they're innovating, they're creating new things. And I'm excited to see like what new things, what new popular items are available when I get to go experience them. I think that's kind of the cool thing and why you have to kind of stay in a spot for longer. Because you want the mm-hmm. traditional, but you also want to see how they're being innovative with those dishes and yeah. how they're elevating them. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm pumped. I know it's going to happen. Even if it happens in pieces, it's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. Especially. But, but the dream idea is six months straight. Yeah, the dream idea is like I do nothing but that for six months mm-hmm. straight. Every day, three locations, potentially more if I'm doing like little bits of street food. But yeah, so that's my dream. That's my dream life goal vacation. Nice. Is it me now? Mm hmm. Okay, so with. My travel experience, I'm not really one who has an idea of where I want to go. I found I'm actually really susceptible and suggestive. Mm. So my sister Loren has been the one to really push the travel. And not that I'm not like rejecting it or I'm not opposed to it. She has to like convince me. She'll literally be like, hey, do you want to go traveling this summer? And I'll be like, sure. look at my bank account and be like, yeah, where are you thinking? <laughs> because I even so think. easy. Like my first like. On a plane trip, I'd done some like road trips with like my parents and stuff like that and the family. And then on a plane trip to go see Lynn in Hawaii, but I was again with my parents. But when I got to undergrad, Lauren, Lauren has such the travel bug. Like mm-hmm. I do too, but like girl loves to travel. Like even her job is like, I get to, you know, go overseas and yeah. do midwifery there. Even with her relationship, when we were talking about relationship stuff, she was like, one of the requirements was that, you know, there's some aspect of internationalism mm-hmm. involved. Exactly. Which so, she's doing, so it's working out. Exactly. So 
the first time she's like, oh, I want to, like, do the UK. I want to do England and Ireland. Mm -hmm. Can you do that? I'm like, well, I have to get a summer job, but, like, sure, let's... I was always planning to get a summer job, but I had to figure out, like, part-timeness and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, she did that, and then literally the year after, she's like, you want to do Scotland? I think it was the year after. The reason we did Japan is I watched this travel, like, TV show called Departures. It's, like, two Canadian guys who have just traveled the world. It's on YouTube. It's, like, it's really interesting because they have gone to, like, kind of your basic, like, oh, yeah, they went to this obvious place, but Mm -hmm. as the seasons continue, they kind of go a little more niche. They did, like, North Korea at one point. But through them, I've, like, discovered, like, we were talking about it one day. We're like, oh, they went to Japan. It was a two-episode thing. And I was just, like, sitting around the table with you and Ben, and I don't know who suggested it, or it's like, do you want to go to Japan? And we're like, yeah, let's do Japan. And then, like, two years later, it kind of manifested itself because someone suggested it to me. So, Unfortunately, I that was the same year as when I went back to China to visit my family and I did not, I was not able to take time off for both two weeks in China and also extra time for Japan. So I missed out, <laughs> forever regrets. But I mean, it was an amazing trip. Yes. And even like going to Colombia, mm-hmm. Loren was like, hey, I want you to like, meet my boyfriend in Colombia. So that was something that's like, yeah, I'm down. Because I had like jobs that were flexible enough to be like, oh, I'm done my contract this day. Mm-hmm. I might as well go travel. Yeah. Like, right after kind of deal. So my lifestyle has kind of lent itself to someone suggesting something, me looking at my bank account being like, I can make it work. But with that in mind, there are a few things I'd like to do. It's not like I'm dead set and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, if I don't do this one day, like I'll have regrets. It's not really it. Yeah. Again, like, my sister will probably suggest something to me next couple years. I'll probably go do that. Like, mm. that's just how it goes. But, so with departures in mind, they did a road trip in Chile. Ooh. I'm all for, like, getting in a car and just taking your time and, like, traveling down. Road trips are fantastic. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of control over where you go and where you stop. You do. Sometimes it's not, like, feasible yeah. money-wise. And I've been pretty lucky in the sense that, like, Each time we went to the UK, my sister and I, at some portion of the trip was road trip. Mm. Because sometimes it just makes more sense when you're in Ireland or Scotland to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, they just had like a really like interesting road trip that I was like, I could, you know, see myself doing that one Mm -hmm. day. There's also Ben and I, he was like, oh yeah, I want to kind of do, he watches like food YouTubers in a way it's very educational kind of for him but Mm -hmm. he gets an idea of like ooh, this is kind of like this area's burger Mm. and so we kind of threw out the idea of just kind of doing like east coast u.s yes it hasn't happened uh it was like i was possibly going to suggest it to him for like september but guess what covid's happening it'll probably be like a little while and we kind of want to match it up with like maybe some festivals that are going on not necessarily musical festivals but like Food festivals. Just celebrations. Like, yeah. That kind of thing would be cool. I haven't done a lot of research into that, but that's kind of a future thing if he's still down. Mm-hmm. I want to do Japan again. Oh, yeah. At some There's point. There's so much to see. I want to do the north and the west. I, I did Tokyo a lot, mm-hmm. so I don't think I need to, like, do Tokyo again, mm-hmm. but to go north and to, like, the island above it, um, Hokkaido. And then just, like, go out west a little bit more, maybe to, like, the smaller islands. Mm-hmm. That's if I have, like, money. The Kyushu area. And we even talked about, like, it would be cool to, like, maybe go during the winter. I'm not really good at skiing, but I did it once, and I don't hate it. 
Mm-hmm. So, and Ben's more of, like, a snowboarder and mm-hmm. a skier, for sure. Yeah. Um, but also, like, well, the winter in Japan, even if you don't ski, like, their hot spring culture oh, yes. in the winter is such a different experience. Especially in the north. Yeah. All so, that sultry goodness with the snow around you, it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, again, like, Japan's just so known for their food. So, again, mm-hmm. I'd like to experience more of that. Mm-hmm. I... Really should push myself to, like, learn Japanese more if that's, like, kind of a future goal, perhaps. It's definitely, like, how far in the future will this happen? It's probably a long ways off. I'll be honest. Yeah. Because you probably want to check a few things off your travel list before returning to Japan again. I always... I thought, like, the episode of Departures where they went to Papua New Guinea Mm. was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So that's a maybe, I think, in the future. And I want to do California. Oh, interesting. I've never Any particular reason? been out west. Um, I think like their national parks are really cool. They of have course. Yosemite, yeah. they have Joshua Tree, because yes. that's like the desert yes. national park. And I think I want to do San Diego Comic Con at some point. Ooh. I think it'd be cool to hit up San Francisco. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I've also had friends who've gone to California. It just sounds really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's not a state I've been through because it wasn't on its way to Florida. I don't really mm-hmm. get out west a lot, but. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's probably just a lot there. Mm-hmm. And even if it's all, like, hit up British Columbia and then maybe do... Yeah. Um, I just don't get out west enough. Do the entire west coast. Because, like, British Columbia, I think, is an amazing place to visit as mm-hmm. well. Mm. If a friend moves out there, might be even more enticed to do that uh, sooner rather than later. I have two friends who are living out there right now, and I just haven't had the chance to go. And I really hope I do, because I feel like I would really enjoy Vancouver. Like... If anything, I heard the sushi there is really good. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it mm-hmm. for the sushi and my friends and to visit my friends. And the coffee is good. Michelle says the coffee is good too. She's been more of a guest than I thought she was going to be yeah. on this episode. She refused to actually appear, but she will be like a background ghost mm-hmm. She's noise. making us dinner right now, so <laughs> no complaints here. We're just watching her chop up tomatoes and marinate meat. Yep. So if you hear any like noises in the background, it's because she's making a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just in the end, I'm pretty much open to anything. Mm-hmm. I, as long as you're... Someone that I like to travel with, or I think we could get along with, I'm probably going to have Kim's a good like, time. my dream vacation is to just go travel somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere. I want to experience it all. Yeah. I yeah. guess if we're talking, like, continents I haven't uh, been to yet, that'd be mm-hmm. Australia. I haven't done anything in Africa and mm-hmm. Antarctica, but, like... Those are probably lower down on your list. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I watched a documentary on, like, a year in Antarctica. Ooh. And it's intriguing. I want to kind of experience the silence. And just, like, the peacefulness. See, I wouldn't want to, like, go there for a really long time, so it's probably not in the cards for me at some point, but mm-hmm. that documentary itself is just, like, intriguing and seeing how people live. So and... suggestible you are. I am. I truly am. So <laughs> Watch a show. Watch a documentary. Ooh, I want to go. Exactly. So, yeah. basically, my next trip would probably be whatever Loren suggests. Although... <laughs> I did really, really want to go to Bali after watching Eat, Pray, Love a couple of times. I just, that movie itself is like, you know, it's fine. It's like a good feel, good feels movie. Mm-hmm. And, but I think it just like shows a lot of fun spots in both Rome and when she went to India and also in Bali. Like I was just really captivated by the Balinese like temples and the, the, the flora and fauna there. It just looked really beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no one dream vacation. I'm very, like, go with the flow. The dream vacation. All of them. 
all of all of them for Kim. <laughs> Apparently. And I know there's not one thing that draws me to it. I do actually like probably go towards for more hiking scenery, nature. Mm-hmm. I'm just in it for the food. You're in for the food. I will do the food. I'm all for the food, but it's not necessarily something that takes me. Like it's not the selling point sometimes mm-hmm. for me. But yeah. for you, it that's definitely is. that's literally the top of my to do list. Mm-hmm. If I do have travel plans, is to look up which food spots I want to hit up. That is my main goal mm-hmm. when I travel. I want to eat. I do think, like, Japan was, like, very food-driven. Mm-hmm. That's because you were originally on yes. the list, and Ben's very food-driven. But he's also pretty flexible, and yeah. I like I like some good food. I'm all yeah. for exploring so many different cuisine, cuisines, mm-hmm. and it's always fun. I feel like, like we would better. travel well together because, like, I, I need you to draw me out to, like, the hikes, the good walks, to work off the food that mm-hmm. I'm eating so that when we hit up the next food spot, I'm hungry. Okay, well, here's the thing. that balance. <laughs> if your partner does not get the hang of filming and blogging, you bring me, and then I'll be, you won't even gain 50 pounds. I want to bring pounds. you and Ben, okay. because, like, you know, Sean enjoys a good meal. You're off the list. <laughs> but he, he, he doesn't, like, really appreciate it. He's not one to, like, make commentary on it, and mm. I feel like you and Ben, even though Ben is, like, in food science, so it makes sense for him, but you're also into, like, commenting on food and flavors and textures and, like, the the work that goes into it, so. Well, and I think I've become more that way, because I've been surrounded by food science people. <laughs> I've been surrounded by you. Like, definitely in my younger years, I wouldn't be like, mm, food. I, I Like, mm. I love food, and my mom's a good cook, and she's a good baker, but I wouldn't necessarily say food drove me. I didn't really know how to comment on food, but mm-hmm. I think as I've learned mm-hmm. through you guys, I can... And also for Japan, you've watched so much Shokugeki at this point. Like, exactly. You are an expert. They have a whole season where they're traveling up north in the winter and... The patats. The Hokkaido potato can be used for anything. That's what I've learned. Right? Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. I think I think that was a short and snappy little episode. I think it's I just, good. Yeah. I just really want people to know how much I love food and how you didn't much know of my already. travel is motivated motivated by food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, this is present day Kim speaking. It's been a while, about a year since I uploaded our last episode. It's a little weird, but fun listening to and editing episodes that Wendy and I recorded over a year and a half ago. I completely forget everything that was said in the summer of 2020, so listening with fresh ears is always interesting. Like a very unexceptional out-of-body experience. It's fitting that the first episode in a year I chose to edit is about traveling to different countries when for many of us, travel abroad hasn't been in the cards for the past two years. While editing, I was reflecting on whether Wendy and I's perfect getaways may have changed since then. I don't want to speak for Wendy too much, but I believe her goal is the same. The last time we had future life talks, it seems a food tour of China in pieces is more realistic than a dream. For me, it's like Wendy said, I want all the travel and all the experiences. I've been incredibly privileged and lucky in my lifetime to have traveled as much as I have, and I will be grateful for any opportunity to travel in the future. I've never had a particular place I needed to see because travel for me is always a worthwhile experience as long as I'm traveling with people I love and travel well with. With that in mind, in the short term, I have a strong desire to visit Taiwan. My brother is living there, and I would jump at the chance to explore the country with him as he takes me to his favorite spots, and we explore new ones together. With that, I shall close out the episode. I honestly don't think anyone is still listening after all this time, but for those of you who are, thank you. The future for this podcast is unknown at the present, 
I'll be discussing with Wendy what we both want to do with nudity over the next couple of weeks. For now, you can find all our previous episodes anywhere you listen to your podcasts, as well as YouTube at Nudity Podcast. And you can also follow us on Instagram as we make decisions for the future. Thanks for listening. Bye.